the old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-826-5884. 800-826-5884. 800-826-5884. That's 800-826-5884. Hi, this is John Biney. You're listening to TV Confidential. Oh, let's hear it for him. Come on, come on out here. Hooray for Hollywood. That phony, super coney Hollywood. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television, is happy to welcome back our friend Sylvia Resnick, longtime entertainment journalist and one-time staff editor for Rona Barrett's Hollywood. Sylvia's latest book, The Evolution of the Hollywood Heartthrob, is a fascinating look at old Hollywood, new Hollywood, and everything in between that also profiles some of the greatest male heartthrobs in film and TV history and the reason why women love them. We'll tell you where you can find Sylvia's book in just a second. But first, Sylvia Resnick, welcome back to the program. Oh, thank you. It's wonderful to be back. It's been a while, but I've been so busy working. Busy is good. You know, it's it's interesting uh, lo- looking... I mean, you, you cover pretty much the entire history emotion pictures uh, as, as you look at the various um, heartthrobs both from movies and from television and while technology may have changed and while standards may have changed and certainly certainly heartthrobs have changed one thing that has stayed the same is the fact that we like movie stars women like male movie stars and and men like women movie stars now, was that something that was generated by the publicity machines, or, or is that something that just developed organically? Oh, I think it developed organically. I think women, you know, and at certain periods in history, women have made for relating to men outside of their comfort zone. And that's, I believe, how it really started. Well, yeah, uh, well especially when you, when you talk about some of the early Idols like, say, Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn, he really was like Peck's bad boy. He was definitely a bad boy, but the women really loved him. And during his trial, they they stuck by him, you know, and they, they wouldn't let anybody say anything derogatory. And he had a very, very loyal fan following. Do you think it's because when it's just human nature, when we see... So when we go to the movies and we see that image projected on the large screen, we tend to believe, we, 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 we think of, say, Errol Flynn as the actor, that larger-than-life, literally larger-than-life figure. And, and, and do you think that may have something to do with the fact that people just continue to support him to, uh, despite all of his troubles? Well, yeah, and I, I guess when you're smitten in some way by the love bug or whatever, the passion bug, yeah, that just goes into falls into place, and nobody can say anything. I don't know exactly why. I personally, 
I remember because I was much younger then than yeah. I am now. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, I mean, at that time, I was quite young, too. So I remember, to me, he was very dashing and handsome. But uh, when the scandal broke, I just kind of went along with whatever was going on and read the newspaper, listened to the radio, because we didn't have television. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... This is really prehistoric. Well, it, it, it is prehistoric, but, but, but again, I mean, it just, it's amazing that some of these scandals, you know, uh, like, like uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. A few years, I mean, roughly the same decade, um, Clark Gable, he was not immune to scandals. And one, one of the little factoids you reveal in the evolution of the Hollywood heartthrob is that he had an illegitimate child with Loretta Young, and despite the publicity machines back then, and and despite all the newspaper coverage, that was kept secret, which is pretty amazing back then. I don't think that would happen today. Oh, are you kidding? Today, if you cut your toenail, it's <laughs> analyzed, you know. Now, in those days, movie actors and actresses were very protected, and the press was extremely cooperative. Uh, they might report on a scandal that was that would not harm an actor or an actress, but I kind of think that they went along with with the career protection. And and I don't think anybody cared. I remember um, hearing rumors about the child, and then I remember seeing Loretta Young, the child, the girl she had uh, adopted, and of course she looked just like Loretta. Mm -hmm. Oh, it gave credence to the rumor, but most People, people who were not in the business didn't really know about it, and they didn't pay any attention. A similar topic, but a different question. I have heard rumors throughout the year that Gabe, uh, that, that uh, David Jansen was the illegitimate child of Clark Gable, if only because I mean he, he had that receipt that 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 you know the distinctive receding. Uh, hairline like Gable did, and of course he had those monster ears like Gable did. Do you? I mean, was that is that just a rumor? Or do you know? Or, or... I never heard that rumor, and I knew David's mother. And believe me, it's not true. Okay, all right. So that's all right. That 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 answers that once and for all. We're talking to Sylvia Resnick, longtime entertainment journalist, one-time staff editor for Rona Barrett's. Hollywood. Sylvia's latest book, The Evolution of a Hollywood Heartthrop, is published by Bear Manor Media. It's now available in paperback through Amazon.com, BearManorMedia.com, and wherever books are sold online. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg, and uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of The Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why The Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are The Real Brady Bros. Sylvia, who would you say was the very first movie heartthrob? Well, Rudolph Valentino, of course. And was and, and, and again, when I think of him, I think of the word swarthy. Well, yes, he was swarthy, but that was in at that time. Yeah, that's tr that that's true. Now, okay, let's uh, next question: How you know, roughly how 
has the concept of heartthrob changed from uh, decade to decade? First of all, the appearance, the, the facial structure. I mean, the, the early heartthrobs were absolutely beautiful, most of them. There was not a, a, an odd-looking or a, anybody who was just not, not beautiful. They all had gorgeous profiles. Mm-hmm. They, they all made your heart throb as soon as you looked at them. And then they gradually changed. I mean, now we look at people, men in the movie industry, who have crazy faces and receding hairlines. But they still have that something that reaches out and grabs women by the heart, you know. It's 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 interesting. I know in in uh, I, I think it's the the section where you talk about the heart throbs of the forties. You know, especially well, I'm talking, yeah, the forties and fifties. Yeah, I'm somewhat into the sixties a little bit, depending upon who you're talking about. Well, I mean, it it just just. Just in general, just looking at the mores of the time, you know, not just in film but also television. I mean, you know, uh, te- television, television was particular. It was they were very adamant that you know leading men be clean cut, as clean cut as possible. And when and when, and when you look at some of the people who were profiled uh, in in your book, they reflect that you know both in film and in television during that era. Well, that was the way it was also in the beginning of the movie business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just carried through it. With television was an infant, and it was received the infants. I guess they had to tell them what you know. They had to make the structured rules about how people would behave. But you could never get away with that now. I mean, you know, look at look what's going on. Uh, they're having babies out of wedlock, getting married after the babies are born, living together, which has become universal anyway. But it just the whole. Moray's structure has changed, and I'm not saying it's worse or better, or whatever. It's real. That's all I can say. No, it it is real, and for people like me, it is something to talk about. You know, as as we compare what tickle people's fancy 30, 40, 50 years ago versus what excites people today. So it's always interesting to see how standards change and to compare from one era to another. Well, I think it's more of a uh, a situation of weaning these people into that. You know, like hypnotizing them and getting them into the whatever mode the uh, world goes into. And right now, young people are doing things in my day. I wish I could have done it, but I couldn't get away with it. Okay. Oh, there you are. There you are. Sylvia Resnick is the author of The Evolution of the Hollywood Heartthrob, a fascinating look at old Hollywood, new Hollywood, and everything in between. The Evolution of the Hollywood Heartthrob is published by Bear Manor Media. It's available now in paperback through Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and wherever books are sold online. The next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. We will play part two of our conversation with Penny Pizer, plus we will welcome back stand-up comedian and comedy pioneer, Tom Dreesen. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, take a quick time out, then we'll be back with the rest of this week's program right after this. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Don Wells. Eric Braden. Samson Williams. Troy Finnis. Peter Borshaw. Lindsay Wagner. Loretta Swit. Ben Asner. Uh, a lovely, enchanting interview. It's all the conversation. It wasn't an interview. Well, thank you. That's, that's what I try to do. That's what I, I try to make this a conversation. You made it. That's TV Confidential every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere, legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-
the ultimate collection. Dolly, the ultimate collection, the very first DVD collection highlighting the spectacular career of the Queen of Country. Dolly, the ultimate collection, now available exclusively at timelife.com forward slash Dolly Parton. Dolly, the ultimate collection includes 35 hours of vintage Parton performances, all handpicked by Dolly Parton herself and spread out over 19 DVDs, including 22 episodes of Dolly's variety series from the 1970s and late 1980s, classic duets with Porter Wagoner, a special Christmas disc featuring Dolly along with Mac Davis, Burl Ives, and Bob Hope, Dolly's unforgettable live from London concert, and a whole lot more. 85% of the material featured in Dolly, the Ultimate Collection, has not been seen since their original TV broadcast. Dolly, the Ultimate Collection, now available, timelife.com forward slash Dolly Parton. Extra features include vintage appearances of Dolly Parton on The Tonight Show, Oprah, and Crook and Chase, a brand new interview with Dolly done just for the special DVD collection, and a free bonus DVD featuring the BBC documentary Dolly Parton, Here I Am. Dolly Parton, the ultimate collection. Dolly Parton, the ultimate collection. Now available exclusively at timelife.com forward slash Dolly Parton. A reminder that Fear No Evil, Ritual of Evil, brand new 50th anniversary Blu-ray release of the iconic made-for-TV movie starring Louise Jordan and featuring original scores by Billy Goldenberg, Fear No Evil, Ritual of Evil, 50th anniversary Blu-ray release available from Kino Lorber. You can also find it at Amazon.com and wherever Blu-ray releases are found. Also a reminder that Still Point, Life Inside a Zen Meditation Center, and Trying to Get Good, The Jazz Odyssey of Jack Sheldon, are both available on DVD wherever DVDs are found, as well as on various streaming platforms. For our program this week, folks, Ed Robertson, Matthew Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace, and Greg Airbar, thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.